What is up, KK? Um, we are, we're surrounded by skeletons right now. We pretty, are. It's pretty cool. Why, you might ask? Because all my skeletons are out. All of those skeletons came out of the closet. Is that the saying? <laughs> she's, she's not lying, though. <laughs> um, no, as we're getting ready to move, I am emptying out the attic and going through stuff, so. She has skeletons in her attic. <laughs> Now, yeah, I, I'm hoping, Hank. yeah, I remember Hank from the Halloween party. Um, the little one's actually Char's. Okay. And then those are just some cool stuff that I bought at Lowe's a few years ago. Yeah, I love them. Um, we should clarify they're not, like, real skeletons. I mean, at least I hope not. Um, you I never don't know. know. You never know. But, um, yeah, they're pretty cool. I'm. They're, like, helping with the whole vibe of room like if you guys could see we've got the candles going we've got this like little lamp on like this cool antique looking lamp it's a mini know. tiffany yes yes yeah got the wine going yep wine going wine flowing <laughs> keeping it uh keeping it simple og with our cupcake moscato you know our our all-time fave. We go back to this one quite a few times. Yes, kept it classy today. Yep. Not that any of them aren't, but, you know. Classy, uh, classic. Classic, we should say. Okay, so we are going to say congratulations to Brittany Fox um, for answering the correct trivia question. Um, she was the first one that we've seen, and it was, and happy death day, what was the poison dessert that Lori tries to give Teresa Gildman? And it was a cupcake. Ding, ding, ding. Congratulations, Brittany. You got your bragging rights. Brag away. Get it, girl. Let, her, let them all know. Um, so stay tuned for the end, and we'll give you another trivia question. Yes. Um, so today's story is... <gasps> Wait. Hi, Dex. What up, Dex? <laughs> Sorry. Oh, my God. What is going on? It's okay. It's been a night, you know? It's been a long day. Yeah. Um, okay. So, today's story, um, this is going to be some crazy stuff. So, it's um, there's some dark stuff in here, some creepy stuff in here, weird. It hits all the stuffs. Ooh, so, I don't love know. Love it. Sounds if, like my kind of story. If these are trigger warnings or if they are... I don't know, um, but his name was Nico Allen Jenkins. Wasn't there a, a some kind of a TikTok or a Leroy Jenkins, like a video game oh, thing? I don't know. I feel there is. Like, Pat used to walk around and be like, Leroy Jenkins. Oh, like maybe. Somebody used to say, that's kind of what I thought of, but this is totally It didn't different. hit my algorithm. <laughs> oh, anyway. So, Nico Allen Jenkins. He was born on September 16th, 1986, um, which is making him a Virgo, Ooh. just in case people wondered. All right, all right. So he was born in Colorado to the parents David A. McGee and Lori Jenkins, but he grew up in Omaha, Nebraska. He was one of six siblings. He had five sisters. Now, I will start by telling you his life was anything but the sweet life, okay? He was raised around abuse, violence, sadly, that was the norm for Nico. Uh, he would not only be abused himself, but he would watch his parents and other family members just go at it. He would have to break up his parents' fights. He says he remembers being four years old and having to clean up blood after mom and dad went at it. I mean, that's sad. Wow, that's, that's rough. So four yeah, years old? Violence was just an everyday occurrence type yeah, thing. Normal, yeah. Oh. So, but, uh, hold my wine glass here for a minute while I blow your mind, okay? Oh, gosh. Oh, man. So, Levi Levering, he was a well-respected tribe leader, leader? Leader. Leader in Omaha, Nebraska. So, Levi would be Nico's great, great, great grandfather. Wow, that's a lot of greats. Yeah. He was real great. <laughs> huh. Well, that thought. Oh, maybe I shouldn't say that. <laughs> so, with him, and he was respected, but 38 of his descendants were all convicted criminals. 
Now, that's got to be a record. Hold on. Oh, God. Collectively, these winners have committed 633 crimes only since 1979. That's, like, not a long time ago. That's insane. Holy hell, Batman. Can you just imagine the family reunion? Wow, real, real interesting crowd. You it's know? really not that hard. They just got to go out to the basketball court of the prisons. And... Oh my gosh, wow. So yeah, 633, 38 members, all since 1979. Well, he created quite the clan there, old great-grandpa. Great-great-great-great-great-grandpa. <laughs> so clearly, it didn't take Nico long to pick up on these gnarly traits, okay? So, Nico was expelled from school numerous of times for fighting, breaking a window, being absent without, um, like, excused absences, I guess you could say. Okay. And then he had completely stopped attending school by seventh grade, which later he got his GED while he was incarcerated in seventh grade. Oh, my gosh. When he was just seven years old, he brought a loaded gun to school. Now, luckily, no one was hurt, but it did land him a stay in foster care and now on the radar of the police. However, it really wasn't a surprise. His parents had already been quite familiar faces with law enforcement. Yeah, not shocking from what we hear about that fam. While in foster care, he turned eight now and he has been in therapy, admitting he wants to hurt himself. He wants to hurt others. He hears voices and at one point they told him, the voices had told him to take the gun to school like he wanted to hurt his classmates. Um, by February 9th of 1995, records pertaining to Jenkins' initial admission to the Methodist Richard Young Hospital indicate that Jenkins reported hearing voices telling him to steal. Um, it was later determined that these voices were all from people he knew in real life. Um, they were only present when people were with him in real life. And this was put down as a misunderstanding to what authority hallucinations were on part of Nico's, Nico Jenkins. I don't know how much is they wanted that to be true versus be true. Okay, yeah. As you go on with the story, like, I feel like... Some of this, I feel like, is a lot of the crumbly case. Like, the boy. Okay. Or the voices. Right told him to take, you know, to kill people, like, monsters, and didn't get the help he needed. And it's already starting, you know, this kid yeah. younger than him, you know. It's kind of lining up a little bit. Yeah. Um, the doctor also put down that Nico admitted to suicidal thoughts and that he was wetting the bed a lot, and that was all connected to anxiety and stress due to his home life. He was also diagnosed as bipolar. That's so sad because it's like you have to imagine if his home life wasn't so effed up, like he could have, he probably would have been a completely different person. And like it's just so sad when you think about a little kid going through all of this and then coming out like having so many like mental issues because of everything that they've seen and went through at you know, at home when they're just super young. It's so sad. And by the age of 11, um, he had already bounced um, from foster home to foster home due to violence towards other kids. Um, when he was 11, he joined his first gang, and this would be where he started to carry a weapon on him all the time. Um, NDCS records... Um, show that before the age of 12, Nico had already had multiple charges against him. Five theft-related charges, one arson, one weapon charge, and two charges of criminal mischief. Um, the re records also show that Jenkins was put into a few different detention centers, um, group homes from, ages, from the age of 11 to 17. During this time, he also received seven charges, including arson, Assault, theft, unlawful absence, and habitually missing, and one away. It could be a runaway. Lot, uh, starting to build up his, uh, his record there a little bit. By the age of 13, he was receiving treatment for substance 
uh, misused and did not complete his juvenile probation, mainly due to persistent running away. During this period, he spent time at the Youth and Rehabilitation Treatment Center in Kearney. So soon after his teenage years, I mean, he's uh, he's already got quite the rap sheet. Started. Yeah, really. Um, and this caused him to be in and out of juvie most of his teenage years. At 17, he committed two armed carjackings and landed him 14 to 15 years in prison. Um, he stayed at the youth division until he was 19. I guess 17, you're still considered a minor. I don't know. Because I've heard some cases where they get charged as an adult, but I don't know. I think it depends Just due on to the crime. Yeah, and I think it depends on the state. There's specific laws okay. too, like who can be tried as an adult and to what extent and whatever. Oh, but my creepies, don't worry. Uh, his prison stay was anything but dull or oh, boring. Oh gosh. <laughs> so, during his time at the juvenile facility, he received thirteen misconduct reports, two of which pertain to violent offenses. And one of those involving a riot situation. Um, by July 4th of 2005, he had injured other inmates. And he even hurt a police officer after he got to go out for a day to his granny's funeral. That won him another five years now, making his stay about 20 years in prison. Oh my gosh. Um, essentially, he spent... 10 years in the prison, but he spent 60% of that in solitary confinement. That's a long time to, like, have your own thoughts. I mean, yeah. sheesh. That would like, make a person go crazy, I feel like. And. 60%. Sorry. Oh, my gosh. No, it's fine. In the stints, like, they weren't just, like, a day here, a day here. At one point, it was two years straight. There's, like, a block of it. Just, like, so 48 months for 23 hours a day of just yourself. Oh, my. I would. I would lose my mind. I don't even know what I would, like, I... And I feel he, if he wasn't already crazy when this started, which I think he was, this definitely enhanced it. Oh, for sure. Oh, my gosh. I can't imagine what that would do to someone's brain. Yeah. I mean, he didn't see any other life forms except for, like, what, the police officers when they slide your food through the hole? Yeah, like, and then that's and it. It's just kind of hands. And it's got to be so quiet, too, like, just to be, lit, like, there's no noise or anything, like, oh. Um, in 2013, he was released, but one month before that, he got, like, this heavy psych, psychic, or not psychic, psychotic. Uh, oh, psychotic break? No, like, uh, evaluation, like a oh, psych evaluation. Okay. Um, and during the initial, initial psychology evaluation, um, it was carried out by NDCS. Jenkins attempts to present himself in a much better light and, you know, try to make himself, you know, more with reality. Um, but the results came inconclusive, making it inviolent. Mm. Probably not violent. Right. Uh, Nico was struggling with anger. He was struggling with self-harm. And he already was on 15-minute suicide watch. So every 15 minutes, someone had to go check on him. I don't know how exactly. I can't remember how long they said that lasted. but That's serious. Every 15 minutes. Wow. Yeah. So Nico had repeatedly mutilated his face, also admitting that he wanted to eat the hearts out of men, women, and children when he was released. Very specific. Okay. We're getting there. Oh. Now, this one, I hope you guys are ready for because I was not. Um, so he likes to drink his own urine, which I've heard people do, and that's kind of gross. But some I've people, never heard people, people do that. I've heard, like, in some countries, people drink, oh. it's almost like a, like a, they clear the toxics out. I don't know why I feel they like do it. Peeing like, is clearing the toxins out. <laughs> or like it like for something with their immune system, I don't know. Oh. But 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 um he also um how do you say this without sounding gross? There is no way, so I'm just gonna say it. So he snorts and drinks his own semen. He snorts it? 
what the fuck? Could you? I just, I just have to think about like the people who worked there, who like saw him do well, these things. They, maybe they didn't see. I don't. <gasps> what the hell? Yeah. Um. So the reason he does that, does that, did that, um, is he said it was a form of nutritional supplement serotonin levels that help him manage his anger problems. I, I mean, I guess, you know, whatever works for you, man, as long as you're not making other people snort that shit. <laughs> I mean, but does he, like, How does obviously he he's got to get it, it out of himself, so you know what he well, has to do to yes, get that. Right. But, like, does he just, like, shoot it straight to his, like, anger? Yeah, nose? like, how does he does snort he it? put it out on a sheet? I, on the wall? I don't know. Oh my gosh. So many questions. I have so many questions, but I also kind of don't, don't know want if I, to know. I don't know if I want to know. <laughs> so I, I think I got most of the weirdness out. So oh now, gosh. I mean, so weird. Um, so after all that, just an FYI, the voices didn't stop. <laughs> oh, you don't say. <laughs> so during May of 2009, the first records of Jenkins discussing um, during this hearing he said that the voice was of an Egyptian god, Apophis, um, and it was telling him to kill children. The mental illness reviewed the team described more described him as more manip- manipulative and more criminal than mentally ill. Mm, so they were kind of catching on to if he was like kind of BSing them a little bit. Yeah, I think they're all kind of like like this man's cray a danger. Like, so after knowing all the information that I just told you, so clearly these authorities were like, no, um, no to the release. Um, so in July of 13, straight from solitary confinement, they were like, just kidding, bye-bye, have fun. They let him out? Yeah. And they didn't even give him an evaluation. They didn't do anything. He went from locked up into solitary confinement to here's your stuff, have a good day, go have fun in society. How does that happen? Like, that can't, that shouldn't happen. Like, how, I don't understand. Well, I mean, you gotta figure, if he was too dangerous for prison. So they just let him out? So, I mean... Good luck, everybody. He's too dangerous to be with other inmates, so we're just gonna assume he's safe enough for society. Yeah, makes, oh, makes complete sense. So, go ahead and take a minute. Um, we'll give you guys a minute of silence. And, yeah, uh, let that soak in uh, because think about it. I mean, that's a lot. Square peg, round hole. Yep, <laughs> yep, okay. totally. So we're caught up. Yep. Okay, so we're, we're all on, on the same page. Okay. So he didn't even have to go up against parole. He didn't have to do anything. He himself was like, "I don't think this is a good idea. I should be staying here. I know." What's going to happen? And if you let me go ahead and go, um, I'm going to kill somebody. I am going to murder somebody. I think I'm safer in prison. Do not send me out into the world. And they said, okay, bye-bye. Have a good day. Good luck with that. So so he went. So he literally said, I'm going to kill someone if you let me out of here. And they were like, ha-ha, you're funny. Goodbye. Mm Mm-hmm. Wow, um, okay. Stop at Starbucks to get you a latte on the way out. Yeah, I'm just really thinking about it, everything right now. <laughs> but his family was pretty excited um, that they even threw him a congratulations, you're out of prison party. Probably a typical family party for them. And, well, you know the descendants. Yeah. So, um, his uncle Warren um, showed up, open arms, open hugs, and even gave him a gift. What gift might that be? A shotgun. Oh, makes sense. You know, and you would think, like, I just got out of prison, can't really have shotguns. But when you don't have to go through the system or do paperwork, you're not even on parole, doesn't matter. Free, free. Whatever you want. Free shotgun. Um, So now we have him at this party. His girlfriend's there. And. A cult of Nikos, yes, and I say cult because he had supporters while he was in prison. Mm-hmm. Um, they show up and they start acting inappropriate and 
his girlfriend was like, yeah, no, that's not a thing. Like, mm-mm. And it caused some problems. Um, but we'll get back to that. Um, but don't worry, because Nico has a plan. Okay? So he tells people that he wants to move to Florida. He wants to commit some robberies, get enough money, move to Cuba, join the Cuba military, and then go to war with America. Wow. <laughs> Didn't see that. I, You know, at first I was with you. I'm like, okay, okay, he wants to go to Florida and rob. Okay. Oh, okay. He's going to Cuba now. I mean, all right. So he doesn't get caught. The, the last part there was a big old twist for me. Okay. So moving on to August 10th now. Nico expresses he wants to commit some robberies and he wants to do it in his hometown. Now his sister, Erica, is like, okay, bro, let's do this. I got you. And Christine Bordere, which is the cousin, was like, let's roll. So they were like, all right, man. Like, he had a whole squad wanting to go with him. Family line, man. The bloodline. Yeah. <laughs> the Nico family. Whenever you hear the name Jenkins now. I know. I'm going to okay. think twice. I am so sorry for all the non-related Jenkins yeah. out there. <laughs> yeah. We're not talking about you. Um. So they, the girls expressed they want to join the family business. Um, so Nico says, okay. He hatched up a plan. So he told the girls to go to the bar. We were two men in with the promise of sexual favors. So the plan was to get them out of the bar and then Nico will rob the two men. And that's exactly what the ladies did. So the girls show up and they brought Jorge Ruiz, who was 29, and Juan Pina, who was 26. Um, when the girls show up with the guys, Nico is there and he shoots both the men in the head with a gun that he received from his release party. Thank you, Uncle Warren. And he killed them both instantly. Now, it seems kind of brutal because it looks like Nico just ran up, shot the guys, didn't even think about it, and then robbed him after. Like, their pockets were turned inside out. Um, but from what I understand and researched and read that the plan was to rob them. They're not even sure if the girls knew that murder was the part. Um, and like, they didn't even try to rob him. He just walked up and was like, bam, bam. And it's like, he switched, he switched up really quick. Like, that like, yeah, like there goal. wasn't even like, give me your wallet. It was just like the guys got out and it was like, pew, pew. And I mean, then, he warned everybody, don't let me out of prison or I'm going to kill somebody. And he kept and his promise. Apparently, the girls didn't really bat an eyelash out of it because they didn't call him turn him in or anything. Yeah. So, um, because there was no connection between Nico and these two gentlemen, it was not on the cops' radar. Um, so, Nico was just living life for a while. He was going to more parties. YOLO. Yeah, wow. Yo. Um, it was later that Nico shows up at a party where he runs into Curtis Bradford, which is also a cellmate of Nico's when he was in prison. Oh, old time buds. Um, so Nico conveys to Curtis that he wants to commit some robberies. Uh, clearly Nico's thing. He just tells people, I want to rob something and they go, you know. His favorite pastiming or pastime. Um. So he was was not shy about talking about it. And Curtis is down. He's like, I'm game. Let's do this, bro. Let's, what's the plan, man? What's the move? Nico's little sister, Erica, she's in the car and ready to roll again. Like, family ties and all, you know? Like, this is so wild that, like, people, these are people's lives. Like, what they just do. Like, my <laughs> life is so vastly freaking different than this. <laughs> that, that's a good thing, my kid. I know it's good. good I know it's good, but it's insane to think about. Um, so here you have Erica and Nico. Um, not sure why, but they gave Curtis a gun. Um, but they might have forgot to tell him that his isn't loaded. They, they screwed him because he's going to start some shit. Um, so they get in the car. They're on their way. But change of plans when they get there um they were gonna do a robbery or whatever but erica has a different plan she turns around points the gun and shoots curtis point blank in the head wow she just switched up on him real quick yeah mm. so erica's taking her proud moment like hey oh my gosh. 
look at me, big bro. Like, <laughs> so effed to, up. Right? I did good, right? I did good. Like, aren't you proud of me? Um, But Nico was like, fuck, man. He's pissed. He's mad. He's like, what did you just do? Like, why did you do this? But it wasn't because she killed him. It was because he wanted to kill him. Oh, my gosh. A whole new level of effed up. I thought it was, like, basically, like, uh, yeah, I mean, I guess it actually is kind of basically, like, I, I can only be the one who kills everybody. Yeah, and he was so mad that he walked up to Curtis and shot him in the head, too. After, After he, he was, was dead? dead? Yeah. <gasps> problems! They got problems! Yeah. I mean, you can never be too sure, I guess. I <laughs> so, unfor- unfortunately, Curtis, well, he was another life that was lost in this trail of yeah. Jenkins' chaos. So, they get back to the car, and they just left Curtis on the side of the road, like a crumbled up piece of newspaper, piece of garbage, laying there. R.I.P. Curtis. Um, It wasn't until Passive Buyers um, drove past the body and seen him dead on the side of the road with two bullet holes in his head, and they called the police. um, Nobody's really sure why Curtis was killed. Rumors speculated that there was a little bit of between Curtis and Erica's gang. Um, they can't prove it, but it does seem like it was planned, like a planned ambush, um, seeing that they didn't even give him a loaded gun. Right. Oh, for sure. That was definitely had to be intentional. Um, by this time, the cops are kind of glancing now towards Nico. Um, this is due to being that they were prison mates and uh, nothing like super hard or strong, but you know, they're, they didn't arrest little, him yet, but now they're kind of like... They got an inkling. Yeah. So, two days later, Nico's still living it up. There's that Little Wayne's coming to the concert. Um, and he has a business idea. Little Wayne! Oh my gosh. Nah, Little Wayne doesn't got plans with them. Um, he just wants to rob the people at their concert. His concert. So, he, I mean... Robbery. <laughs> that's, that's his thing. So he rallies up the family members and uh, gets the family business going again. We got Nico's sister, um, Erica. We got cousin Christine. And now we got Uncle Warren. Oh, Uncle uh, Warren. They gave him the gun and, uh, you know, grabbed that shotgun that he got for a present. Yeah. So the four of them happened to be uh on the car together and they're driving and they're like where do you go to get a nicer car you don't want to take this car to the concert it's a little wayne yo oh they gotta they gotta drive up in style you know yeah like come on man little wheezy you can't see us in this right yeah so where do you go duh mcdonald's i mean that was the first place that popped up in my mind when i thought that so, <laughs> so they park in the McDonald's parking lot and they watch all the cars go through the drive-thru. And unfortunately, sadly, um, they came across Andrea Kruger. She was 33 years old. She was the mother of three. And they waited for her to stop in the middle of the intersection and they ambush her. Um, Nico pulls her out of the car, shoots her um, three or four times and leaves her dead. And then they hop in the car and take off. Aww. Yeah. Her body was found around 2.15 a.m. by a deputy sheriff who was um, noticed her car was missing. And around 6.30, or got a call that the car was missing. And then around 6.30 that evening, Kruger's 2012 Chevrolet Traverse um, was found abandoned 12 miles away from the crime scene. And uh, it was in an alley on 43rd and Charles Street. A poor attempt of setting the car on fire had been made, so it remained mostly intact. Mostly. And there is footage of Warren doing this poor attempt. Oh, my God. Can you find it, like, online? I think it's on, like, YouTube. It is? Okay. So, now the cops are trying to see if these are all connected. Um, Like, the same bullets were used. Um, It was very odd because it was different genders in race like it went from mexican to a black gentleman to now a white woman 
Um, so it was very just random all over the place. Yeah, but they're slowly putting the pieces together. Um, so it's been 10 days now and Nico and his family are still just like partying, living the good life. Um, but Nico was arrested. Not robbery, not murder. If you go back to the fight with his girlfriend, um, apparently she was so mad, and he was mad, he threatened to kill her and send her demon forces to her mother's house from Pathos. Remember the the snaky snake, Egyptian snake oh, from prison? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, yeah, it was going to send him to her mother's house to kill her. You were correct in saying... He got arrested not for what I was thinking. Because that was <laughs> probably would have been the last thing that I would have thought of. Um, so yeah, she uh Nico's girlfriend, she didn't play and she took him very serious as she probably should have. Yeah. Um, and she took him at his word. She was scared for her life and her mother's life, so she called the police and they went and they arrested Nico. Um while he was in jail, they start thinking, you know. Maybe he's in connection to these murders, right? Putting the pieces together. We do have footage of someone going in and buying the ammo for that gun. But it wasn't Nico. Oh, who was it? Or was it Uncle Warren? You would think. Curtis. No. Erica? Lori Jenkins, his mom. Oh, come on, Mom. <laughs> come on, Mom. Family tie, I'm telling you. Yep. Family freaking business. So, Lori Jenkins, again, no stranger to this family. Yeah. Um, she goes and she is like, I think I should buy my son some guns or some bullets for this gun. I mean, he just got out of prison. And, oh, that, what a nice, sweet thing to do. You know, maybe he doesn't have the money to do it himself. <laughs> um, so, now they're really diving into the case because they got mom and video buying the bullets that were used the gun and his family and there was just jenkins everywhere causing chaos all over this fucking city <laughs> so they go and they question nico um in their interrogation room and if you go on youtube um there's videos of him being questioned um it's eight hours of questioning obviously not eight hours are on the video, on the video yeah but you'll see um, he's talking and talking and talking and talking and talking and talking. <laughs> um, I don't think all of it makes sense. He jumps around. He starts one story. And at one point um, on the video, you'll see him sitting in the chair. And then all of a sudden, he just gets up and drops to the floor, Indian style, and leans back up against the wall. Ew. And the cop was just like, y'all okay? You good, man? <laughs> there was two cops in there, um, a lady and a guy. And the guy is just like, you know, you okay? And he's like, yeah, I'm good, I'm good. Ew, creepy. I'd be scared. I'd be so, like, oh, I need to leave. <laughs> yeah, that's on YouTube. I watched, yeah. I watched some of it. <laughs> so in the interview, um, at first he's, you know, blaming his sister. He's blaming his cousin. Like, he's like, I gave him the intelligence to do this. I told him what to do. I told him what I wanted to do. But they're the ones that did it. So, like, he threw his sister under the bus. He threw, like, everybody under the bus. There goes the family ties. Yeah. Then it changes. It goes back to the Egyptian snake. This fucking snake, man. Told him to do it. The voices, you know, he's like, okay. You know, he's like, let's be real. Okay, let's let's just, let's be real about this. I'm going to take responsibility. I did it. I told you I was going to do it. I told you what would happen if you let me out. Y'all let me out. And I did it. I mean, he's not wrong. He's not, he's wrong. not wrong. Which is kind of weird, though, because his sister is the one that killed Curtis. Oh, but he took the blame for it? I mean, at this point, I don't know. Maybe he's just, like, taking responsibility for I mean, all. he did shoot him in the head, but technically he was already dead. Right. Um, I, I'm not going to, you know, Nico, that excuse, I see where you're going with it, like, kind of told you to let me out but right. but it's not okay right right it's yeah not okay you still did wrong yeah just because you warn someone like oh i'll probably do this doesn't mean you should still do it you know some point <laughs> some point you gotta take some responsibility or, or um, you know have some self-control 
I don't know if you can be shocked or surprised or um, probably not anymore. You know, okay. I I think you you really lost me at the snorting of the semen. Okay. Well, he writes a letter to the Omaha newspaper and again confesses to the crimes. Um, Nico also files a lawsuit for himself to the state for twenty four and a half million dollars. <laughs> wow. Okay. Um... So I can surprise you some more. Yeah. <laughs> uh, showing that the state of Nebraska. Um, he was suing the state because I told them not to let me out, and they did. So he wants $24.5 million for everything that happened. It's Nebraska's fault. Okay. that's That would be a very interesting case because I feel like, yes, the prison should not have let him out, and they should have taken better... Um, you know, precautions and, like, checking up with his mental health, just doing more checks and also, you know, taking his threats a little bit more seriously. So I get that. But also, like, he's the one who did it, not them. And also, $24.5 million. Mm-hmm. I and love that there's a half, you know. <laughs> now, you, you couldn't go for 25 You went for 24 and a half. <laughs> I, I just want to throw something out here, just see if it sticks, Okay. Why not take that chunk of money and give it to the victim's families? Now that would be rational. amazing. That would be rational. <laughs> that would be the way to go. Just seeing what sticks. Just yeah. But I, I feel like uh, if if Nico won that twenty four and a half million, probably wouldn't go into all the people he killed. <laughs> so after being diagnosed with mental illness and list of things um, to this day that he, he's done. Um, Nico is making up that, um, I'm sorry, so the doctors are basically saying that he was making up all that other stuff, like, um, he wasn't really bipolar, he wasn't really mentally ill, um, they were saying, he was just antisocial. Hmm. Um. Yeah, take a minute. Yeah. I don't know too much about antisocial i know there's like different variations to it i really am not that knowledgeable on it but he sounds i mean again i'm not a psychologist but like he kind of sounds like no it's the state saying this oh this is their against... the states are saying that no he wasn't bipolar he wasn't mentally ill he was just antisocial okay yeah no <laughs> you you can't give a psych evaluation saying this person is very sick and mentally ill and has bipolar and has this. And then, like... Take it back. And then be like, we might have confused it. It was just antisocial. You can't fake bipolar. No. You can't fake, like... I mean, I guess people try to fake mentally ill. But isn't that why they get evaluated? Like, professionals can tell, like, if you're faking or not. Right, and he was put in um, solitary confinement for so long. He clearly had issues like why would he he fake snorted that? Like, semen that's not normal and yeah. talked to a snake that's yeah. from Egypt so <laughs> from Egypt I wonder if it was like like from Harry Potter had like I know you know when you were saying it I was really picturing like one of those types of snakes um I'm gonna post there's pictures of this stuff okay I'll post it on our social yeah for people to see um Kay hasn't even seen um, she hasn't heard the story. She hasn't seen the pictures. She's hearing this as I'm telling you guys. I'm live reacting. She's getting hit with it. As right? you can probably tell from my reactions. Um, so not only that, um, he fired his whole legal team and decided he's going to represent himself. <laughs> Okay, interesting choice. Yeah. Um, Now, I mean, he was terrible. He was wrong, horrible, horrible childhood. He was just robbed from the get-go, like all the way back to his great-great-great-grandfather. He was just fucked. Yeah, (laughs) he was basically cursed. Like, But he goes on to say that he is not denying the murders. He is responsible for them. Um, and he goes on to say that the Egyptian god um, made him do it. So he's still st- 
thickened as a snake. Um, and that these killings, they were more sacrifices, if you may. For his Egyptian snake. Then he starts to go and speak into tongues. Oh, scary. I can't. I That scares me. So at one point, um, the child gets delayed. Things are taking a while. He's got to go through mental illness, evaluations. He starts to make his name in headlines when he starts doing like the self-mutilation on his face. Um, he does carve 666 into his face. Um, at one point, I think he tried to carve the word Satan across his forehead. And he ended up slicing his tongue, which ended up getting nine stitches, but he wanted his tongue to have that snake look. I have seen him before. Yep. And if that doesn't get you squirming in your chair, he actually tried to carve his penis to look like a snake. Oh. And I was just seeing Crystal's face as I'm finishing that sentence. Um, and <laughs> I'm sorry. Could you just imagine, like, he's about to, like, this girl's just, like, doesn't know who he is, and she's, like, going to hook up with him, and then... Like, takes his pants out. Oh my god. Wow. Okay. No, 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 baby. You gotta snort it. <laughs> oh, gross. <laughs> oh god. Um, but yeah, that took 27 stitches to fix that. Yeesh. Okay. So, on April 16, 2014, Nico pleaded guilty to all charges. Judge Peter Battalion found Nico um, guilty of all four murders. On July 29th of 2014, Jenkins is court-ordered to receive um, a psychic, a psych- oh, like a psychiatric, psychiatric assessment, assessment and um, evaluation, concluded that he was competent to stand trial. Um, on November 16th, the trial is delayed over queries of Jenkins' sanity and IQ. May 30th of 17, he's sentenced to death times four, and... Um, for all the murders, and also received 450 years for weapon charges. Damn. On March 8th, 2019, Nico attempts suicide while incarcerated at the Cumsey State Correctional Institution while he recovers. So, let's talk about the rest of the family, um, because don't forget this is a family business. Oh yeah, can't forget that. Lori, Lori Jenkins, mama, got 10 years for buying the ammunition, knowing that Nico was going to use it to kill people. Little sis Erica got life in prison for the murder of Curtis, and also her pardon taking place in the ravages. Cousin Christine got 20 years in prison for robberies, and also pardon for the murders, although she didn't actually really commit the murders, so I guess it was just, um, like, yeah, what's that called? Not innocent bystander, but uh, yeah, um, guilty by association. Okay, yes. And uh, so she got a little bit of a lesser sentence. But um, this is funny. So um, I guess she got a little less because she was also a snitch. She snitched on the family. So also as part of that, they put Erica and Christine in the same cell. Awkward. Knowing that Erica knew that she snitched. Um, so, they can't say for sure if it was, um, really thought out and planned, or just their families, so let's just throw these bitches together. Um, spish, spish. Yeah, very. But, uh, let's just say Erica nearly killed Christine. Oh my god, yeah, conflict of interest. That's insane that they put them in the same cell, and, well, yeah, well, what do they expect? She snitched on her, like... Uncle Warren got 40 years for his part in the murder of Andrea Kruger. So, now that you guys heard Nico's story, and he is crazy, and he's mentally ill, and he's where he needs to belong, I just want to point out that if maybe he would have gotten help as a younger child, if he wasn't bounced around the system, if the system would have took it seriously, got him away from any kind of Jenkins, that, um, he might have had a chance. Maybe not two years straight in solitary confinement. Um, I mean, that's 48 months straight to not talk to anybody but yourself. And I get annoyed with myself after like a day. Um, yeah, just him and the Egyptian snake in there. like. So, I mean, don't get it twisted. I'm not sticking up for Nico. I think he's where he needs to be and he should never be left out. 
ever. But I'm just saying the system probably could have did a better job with him. Oh, since 100%. he was started at age seven. Yeah, and then it started even earlier with his parents. Um, I did find a lot of this information on a website called Criminal Behaviors. Okay. Um, it's a Jay Sutton, so I'm guessing that's who put it together. But that's where I got a lot of my research. Um, and this was just on his sheet was murder, uh, terrorist threats, assault, armed robbery, use of a deadly weapon, grand theft over possessions of firearms, arson, criminal mischief, and unlawful access. Um, and then his diagnoses were schizophrenia, bipolar, ADHD, antisocial borderline personality disorder, oppositional defiant disorder, functional and... In Eureses? Nocturnal, schizophrenia versus bipolar disorder, and PTSD. Um, he's also currently with antisocial personality disorder, mixed features, antisocial, narcissistic, and borderline. Main, main, malingering, secondary gain, hollow substance, dependence by history, and PTSD by history. And I got a lot of that information on KETV 7 Omaha. Wow. Yeah, he, the fact that they denied, the state denied all of his mental illnesses and was just like, he's just antisocial. <laughs> like after all of the, you know, diagnoses have already been put out and they already evaluated him, like, years prior. I just think that that's so crazy that they were just, like... And the fact that he's cutting off his body parts on himself. Oh, he... <laughs> yeah, he did a lot of crazy stuff. Um, I don't even know... I just don't know how I feel after all, hearing all of that. That was a wild twist of a story. <laughs> well, I hope you can somewhat... Right? Yeah, no, I'm gonna dream I'm probably gonna have dreams with an Egyptian snake or something. <laughs> Hopefully uh, not. That's don't really, watch her that's really tonight. Scary. Yeah, no, I'm gonna avoid that. Okay, so before we go, I'm gonna give you another trivia question. Um remember you can email it, you can text it to me or crystal, you can put it on our Facebook, you can Write us a letter. I don't know where to send it, but by balloon. I don't know. <laughs> Hope it falls. <laughs> um, Throw a paper airplane in the sky and, you know, know that it'll land yes. by us. <laughs> and don't forget, this is very important, you can win bragging rights. Yeah, you really don't want to miss out on that. And you'll get an amazing shout out by us. Yeah. So, I mean, Step your game up, people. What is the relationship between Papa Jupiter... And Ruby in The Hills Have Eyes from 1977. What is the relationship between Papa Jupiter and Ruby in The Hills Have Eyes of 1977? So good luck. Think and about it. Watch the movie. Whatever you got to do. Yes. Not and whatever. You know, we advise against Google every time. <laughs> Um, so May is coming up and we are already putting our brains together for a little Mother's Day little raffle souvenir. Yes, so get your uh, get your tickets in. PayPal linked through Facebook or if you know us, you know, whatever's easier. Um, but yeah, Mommy Dearest, don't want to miss that. So that will be probably right around... Mother's Day or close to. Um, it'll be a little Mother's Day treat. Um, so maybe you can win something for your mama if she likes this kind of stuff. Right? Most mamas like true crime. I know where my mom's at most of the time. She's sitting in her chair in her cozy little blanket watching Dateline or ID channel. Oh yeah, same. My mom is always watching ID channel. She either watches ID channel or, like, she'll fall asleep to, like, ghost stories, which I don't I don't know that I can do that. Like, if I'm sitting by myself, I can't, like, fall asleep to, like... Like the ones me and you watch? Yeah. It was a little bit better because, like, we were together, but, like, if I was by myself, I could never just, like, 
See, it's weird. Like, chill. I'll be here on, by myself on a Saturday afternoon. And if I was watching Halloween, I'm like, fuck, no, I'm not falling asleep. Now I'm up all night. Like, right. Every little noise, I'm like this. But I can put Dateline on and snuggle up to my blanket and take a deep snooze while Keith Morrison suits Why is that? Yeah, I can. It's so I can watch up. an ID channel and just fall straight to sleep and feel safe. Knowing those are true. Yes. But Michael Myers will keep me up all night. Yep. It's like so messed up the way that our brains work because I'm the same exact way. <laughs> so, but, uh, all right. Well, thanks for listening to Up All Night. Just kidding. <laughs> That's a show from the 90s. 80s. I used to like it. With, uh, I can't remember who hosted was it. Uh, Elvira? Girl, I have no idea. Well, anyway. <laughs> I have no idea what you're talking about. It was a show at night and she would tell like a little spooky thing and she'd be like, it was called Up All Night. Oh, fun. You should try to YouTube it. Yeah. But you probably dig it. Yeah. It's cheesy, but fun, you know. Hey, my kind of thing. All right. Well, thanks for tuning in to uh, another episode. Um, thank you for sticking with us. I know the sound quality has not been the greatest. Um, if you're a new listener, um, the last couple episodes, they're not all like that. So go farther back and they are normal. We're going to try to get normal again here. Um, I'm just moving and things are kind of crazy, hectic. Rooms have been emptied. We've been bouncing around. Technology's been shuffled, but we're getting there. We lost a few people. Some people didn't want to stick it out. Hopefully, we'll get them back. Um, please, please, please just bear with us. Um, we know the sound was bad, but we didn't want you guys to miss a show. So we did our best to keep the show going. So. Yes, definitely. Making a, making a progress. We're trying to, you know, work it out and figure the best uh, best solution to this, so. All right. Well, on that note, we gots to go. Stay creepy, y'all. Bye. Bye.